Welcome to the Moon and You podcast. My name is Susan Hart. Together, we will explore the many aspects of the female menstrual cycle and weave into the conversation aspects of the full and new moon phases that impact on our emotional and physical body. There is an ancient calling in all of us to lift our heads and acknowledge the moon. Come with us as we explore ways to anchor ourselves in her energies, bring stability to our own cycles and learn to make the most of each week by learning what hormones govern us every day. I'm so grateful you are here. Welcome back to the podcast, listeners. And today we are talking about the new moon in Taurus occurring on the 23rd of April 2020 with the theme of empowering yourself with patience, kindness and determination. It is my great pleasure to have as my co-anchor and conversational attaché, Kerry Hurigan. Welcome, Kerry. How are you going? <laughs> really well. Actually, I am really well. I've been isolating now for four weeks, so I've been in contact with no humans other than my husband and no animal other than my dog. Okay. And I'm, yes. I am getting a little bit sad, I think. I think it's time that I, um, mm-hmm. I go out and shop for some food. Yeah. Mm. What about well, you? Pretty much the same. I found that uh, we've had some rain, of course, uh, the last few days, but I went and mowed the lawn. I love mowing the lawn. Oh, nice. Outside. Probably getting outside and I thought, oh, I'll just not thinking, I thought I'll go for a walk along the beach and, of course, I can't do that, so, but I can go for a walk around my local area here. So we have some lovely little bush tracks and mm. just little tiny little ones and all walking. So, yeah, to get outside is very, very important. It's important. So... Taurus, tell us, Carrie, what are we going to be expecting with this beautiful, glorious full moon in Taurus? Okay, well, thanks, Suze. Before we start, I'd just like to mention a couple of things. Firstly, uh, a conversation that I had with my brother about astrology and what is happening on this planet. Because certain planets are in certain constellations it doesn't make anything happen down here but what it does is reflects up there what is happening on this planet so it actually coincides with one of the seven hermetic principles which is the law of correspondence and that is as above so below so that might be a phrase that people have heard i thought what we do to start with just before we get into the new moon uh, happening in taurus uh, we just start with what is currently happening and i have to mention that at the time of this recording we're doing it on the 5th of April. It's a little hard to keep track of what will happen when this new moon occurs, but we can just monitor that as we go along. So just pick up a little bit from our last time. So we'll start with Jupiter and Pluto, and they came together in Capricorn around the 1st of April. One of the things that I uh, had noticed, there was available to people to join meditation groups for a global meditation, and that's wonderful time to do things like that. Capricorn is an earth sign and Jupiter expands everything. So the latest on the COVID-19 virus is there was a report uh, at the time of this recording. So there was a report that confirmed infections had tipped over 1 million. 
And this was from the Al Jazeera website. And I've got links to all of these if you'd like to put them in your show notes. It has also coincided with millions of people being out of work. There's enormous stimulus and financial support from governments. And this has never been seen before. This surpasses the depression because we've got these two incredible events happening simultaneously. Uh, and what reason I mentioned that was because in our last podcast, I had mentioned that because Jupiter and Pluto were coming together and it could synchronise with a time where there could be uh, an outbreak or a peak in infections. And thankfully, we we haven't reported it at this time. Uh, however, uh, at the time of this recording, the Chief Medical Officer in Australia, his name is Professor Brendan Murphy, reported in The Guardian that the global cases could be as high as 5 to 10 million and that was quite startling to me when I saw that. I felt it was just something to mention. The other thing I came across was a quote from Brian May and he's the lead guitarist in Queen and this was so profound. So he says about the coronavirus was, this virus has chosen only to threaten one species on this planet the species which has caused the most damage to the planet, which has destroyed the environment, destroyed the habitat and destroyed or enslaved most of its fellow creatures. So it's putting us in check and there's much to learn from this. We've already seen pollution disappear in some of the cities that are shut down and I thought that was brilliantly said. Saturn uh, went into Aquarius on the 21st of April and this is just a short note about a couple of these things that are happening. Is helping with the discipline in social distancing and self-isolation. Aquarius is being is about equality and community and we are seeing signs of people reaching out to others on a continuous basis. Mm. So we see that a lot in social media, seeing it in my in you know my own local area as well. Mars is also in Aquarius. It entered there on the 30th of March and it will be there till the 13th of May. With this position, just keep watch for impulsive expressions of anger, such as, you know, to do with impersonal things. And the first thing that came to mind with me was people's behaviour in the supermarket, you Mm. know, in traffic, as things can be erratic at this time. So if you can catch yourself, you know, step back, take a detached position, because that's what Aquarius is very good at doing, Mm. and to calm yourself down. And uh, Mars can be very impulsive and spontaneous. So it's, I think just to calm yourself before you even go to the supermarket is probably the best thing. It can be stressful. (laughs) The other thing is the sun is in Taurus as well. So it's moved in there. And Taurus, of course, which we'll touch on, is a fixed earth sign. It's taking its time. It'll only go at its own pace. That's about it for now so we can begin with the moon yeah okay all righty so the moon represents our emotions and our inner security and feelings of safety at this time we are all feeling the emotional stress that naturally comes to the surface during change and especially shifting and global change such as this it can be difficult to embrace change and insecurity and uh, not react in fear and suppress our emotions. Now, one of the things I always mention during our podcast is, and this is something I cannot stress 
Enough is that our inner security can only come from within us. Mm. And you can see where security is put in people or things outside of us, such as money, and they are taken away or, or they leave us, it creates a life crisis and we're seeing it playing out before our eyes. In evolutionary astrology, we are taught that the moon is our ego. And when you think of the moon representing emotions and the ego, you have to think how close together they are. They are, they're, they're one really in a way. Um, every person that has walked this earth had an ego. Jesus had an ego, Buddha had an ego. And of course, one of the distortions of this is sometimes mentioned in the new age areas where they say you have to drop the ego. I would love somebody to tell me how to do that. And as soon as somebody knows, please tell me because I have no idea how you could do that. The ego is a, an incredibly manipulative, cunning, ingenious thing. And if you think you've got a handle on it, it subtly works its way. Uh, in saying that, there's distortions of the moon and it is best described as emotionally self-indulgent and this is where we see people acting in a very selfish way and you can see it all revolves around them, giving no thought to another. We can, sorry, overreact, moody, be indecisive and there's an acute sensitivity that comes with the moon and, of course, when unhealthy, sorry, unhealthy emotional reactions occur, irrationality rules that brings me to the new moon and the new moon's energy moves outwards mm -hmm. so the new moon is an outward moving energy it is a brand new evolutionary phase and of course when we enter a new phase we're leaving behind an old phase so it, i think to some degree i found in my experience it can be something that is easily transitions and sometimes it can be a little bit difficult it normally takes on an instinctual and random um, behavior because it has an Aries archetype quality to it in its first 30 degrees so the new moon is actually 45 degrees freedom is crucial when we're entering this phase we can set seats for our future. So which brings us to Taurus. And there are many, many things we can do that relates to the Taurus energy with doing this. Taurus is a fixed earth sign. It's the first of the earth signs. It's ruled by Venus and its natural home is in the second house with its symbol of the bull. Now, being an earth sign, it correlates to resources, instincts for survival, our values, which is also uh, Venus represents that as well that creates our meaning. Taurus teaches us that we are our own resource. It represents self-reliance and self-sustainment. Hence, it represents our stuff, our property, our money, shares, things that we own. Um, and of course, we find security in these things. Taurus loves all things that stimulate the senses. It's sensual. It loves the fine arts, beautiful sunsets, lovely food, aromas, music, beautiful clothes, uh, anything that, that stimulates. They say, it makes me laugh every time they say our five senses. When when I think in Egyptian times they, they said that we had 365 senses, so to limit us to five, I always find that really funny. Anyway, um, Taurus is a feminine sign, meaning that it sends us inward to our internal world and this, is, of course, is the world of our emotions and safety and worth 
And these things are constantly at the forefront of our mind where our self-esteem is valued. So, you know, we start to um, probably it's a good time to ask how healthy is your self-esteem, you know. So, you know, maybe it's a good thing to ponder on. Interestingly, Sue, those born under the sign of Taurus are youthful looking. They are patient, tolerant and gentle. However, if they're provoked, they will charge. And they often have a like um, these bedroom eyes, these beautiful eyes like a cow, you know. And my father was a Taurus. I used to say to my mother when I was a rebellious teenager, what did you marry him for? How could you marry him? You know, I don't understand it. And I really didn't back then. But she said to me, it was those eyes of his. They get me every time Dad had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> romantic. That's lovely. <laughs> yes. So Taurus is a very patient and tolerant energy. Uh, however, like all things, there is the distortion of Taurus. And this is where hoarding comes in, starvation, poverty, uh, stubbornness. It's known for that prostitution as in underselling yourself you know I'll do anything I can in order to get somebody's perhaps approval or acceptance it can be uncompromising resentful is one that that sits with Taurus Uh, materialistic of course the distortion of high self-esteem is low self-esteem or low value of oneself and for some isolation can create a crisis because they feel the need to be with others so very poignant in this time. It rules the throat, the neck, the vocal cords and the thyroid. So another interesting point is Cher, the singer Cher, beautiful, mellow voice of hers. She's a Taurus. So that brings me to the new moon in Taurus and it's about doing things that are real and making something happen as because Taurus is the natural builder. It lays the foundation. It wants a steady foundation. And if you think of the bull, he has four feet on the ground and he won't take a step forward unless he knows that ground is solid. So they like to do things in their own way, in their own time. I think this can be related to even people who, when they're learning, that some people don't grasp things as quickly. And I often wonder, is there a Taurian energy at play here where they just have to take their time, they have to wait till they've they've got the information, they can digest that information and move, can't move beyond that until they're satisfied or feel confident that they can. So it's all about the groundwork. You may feel at this time that you want more comfort and security and, of course, money in the bank gives us that security and it's taking a hammering for most of us at the moment Mm, and um, yes it is and we um yeah I have a question to ask you later we'll get to the second week and I'll to do with with money um the Taurus new moon is ideal time for new beginnings with love it's ruled by Venus and your finances so as our finance changes it's a good time to uh, probably look at your finances and do Mm. a bit of adjustment but it likes a careful and methodical process to follow you know to give you that solid foundation the other thing with Taurus being an earth sign it's appreciation and being with nature feeling contentment in all the energies of Taurus Mm. so indulge yourself in being I mean you're alive I mean this time is the most incredible time to be alive even though it's incredibly stressful we're feeling vulnerable we're feeling threatened but 
just this time I'm looking out the window as I talk to you, the sun shining, the, it's a magnificent autumn day, there's a light breeze, I've even done my washing, I can't tell you how happy I am about that, but, you know, it's, it couldn't be any more peaceful. Indulge yourself in the pleasure of being here because there's lots of things that are happening that are wonderful. It's not all doom and gloom and celebrate everything about and around you. You know, your voice, sing. I'm not very good at it, but <laughs> yes, you are. I've heard you. <laughs> well, I, I, was, I thought that was only in the minority, but oh, well, if you think so, I'll, I'll take that on. You did a blog post about singing. I did. Yeah, a long time yeah. ago. Yes. Yeah, it was a little while ago. So, so indulge those senses. So, Taurus does like to look at the goal ahead, and again, for some of us. You think, oh, God, that's the last place I want to look. But it's, it's finding harmonies. A good thing that it won't be rushed so we can take our time mm. because the Taurus new moon can make it easy for us to feel stubborn. With the rapid changes that are happening at the moment, this is incredibly challenging for the Taurus energy. Mm. I think that's all I have to say for now, and I'll bring in other things as we go. Yeah, lovely. Thank you, Kerry. Let's move on to the female menstrual cycle and how this new energy or the new moon in Taurus might affect the menstrual cycle as well. And also what's what's happening out there in the world, this is probably information that I've used to help women whilst they're confined or whilst they're in their hibernation with their family as well. So a friend of mine was worried that she would not be able to get any sanitary napkins for their upcoming menstrual flow during their week one. And considering the toilet paper debacle, it was a real concern for her. Of course, that didn't happen and pads and tampons are off, you know, they're okay. They're um, on the shelves. But it got me thinking about how we manage the flow during this intense time of stress and crisis. How does stress and constant feelings of fear and the unknown have on our menstrual cycle? Your period can be an important health indicator. The question to ask yourself is what's normal for me. So when I was having a menstrual cycle carry, what was normal for me was one day of bleed and one day of like brown discharge. That's it. Some friends of mine, what was normal for them is like seven days of heavy bleeding. So for example, also, and just taking context of what, what is normal to you, you could lose between 5 mils to 80 mils of fluid during your menstruation. And according to Clue, which is another uh, menstrual app, anything over 80 mils is considered a heavy period. So you might have no period at all, and that's normal for you, then that's okay. So you might have two periods, then nothing for the next month, or have three months of heavy flow and then two months of not heavy flow. But you don't know what's normal unless you start to track it. I remember as a 16-year-old, I would have three months on and two months without a period. So again, it's important to track your period regularly so that when something major happens, like this global pandemic, you can use your period to see if your health might be affected. So during this new moon, begin some new practices, ladies. Be determined to keep track of your menstrual cycle. How many days are you menstruating? What's the colour tone? Is it different from last month? Is there a smell or texture that's concerning you? Write it all down and seek medical advice. Discuss your findings if required. So I think that this is a really good opportunity to actually do this. We have the time. 
unless, of course, you know, you are a nurse or a doctor or a truck driver or somebody who puts our food through the supermarket checkouts. And unless you're one of those, you know, essential workers, you know, you've got time to do this. And that's what I'd like you to look at this week is how this is affecting you and is your periods, are they normal? Yes, what's normal for you? My heart always goes out to those women who bleed for long periods of time. I was I was one of the more fortunate ones. With the week one, because we're recovering, sorry, from the previous week, well, I used to find I was more laid back. Everything is now settled down. I can take a breath and just recalibrate myself from being unrealistic, out of control, <laughs> calming right down and I thought maybe because Taurus is to do with food whatever you're eating make sure it's healthy I had um, the most beautiful vegetable juice this morning and I've started doing that that we you know it's going to be a bit challenging for you having really healthy food especially vegetable juices really do give you that instant hit and uh, with green leafy vegetables and things like that and hydration also keep that in mind. Kerry, question to you. Yes. It's a yes or no question. Have you ever seen a lotus flower blooming in slow motion? Can't recall it. I'll have to say no. Great, because I'm going to upload a YouTube video of a lotus flower on the <laughs> Facebook page and it is absolutely mesmerising to watch. For me, week two is like a blooming lotus flower. The week before you were curled up and all sort of scrunched up. And this week you open up your petals to the sun, you stand tall and allow the estrogen to surge through your veins. I just love that analogy. It's beautiful. As your energy increases, your mood, brain power, confidence and excitement are manifested. The new moon in Taurus is an ideal time to set seeds for new beginnings in your love life and finances with your creative passions, especially if you lay a strong foundation. So once your foundation is clear, you can use the Taurus energy of determination and persistence to bring your desires into reality. This will give you a feeling of connecting with your senses of sense of achievement. This will give you a feeling of connecting with your sense of achievement. So granted, during this COVID-19 epidemic, the challenge isn't to find time. It is to find the desire to create. How can you lay a strong foundation? Taking the example of finances. Now, remember in week two also, you are full of estrogen. So this is an example of a financial foundation. And I'm a professional bookkeeper by trade. And one of my things that I do for people is to help them with their budgets and their finances. This is the very first thing I ask them to do. First of all, create a list of what you want in your life that requires money to buy it. That's the first thing. The second thing is create a list of what you want in your life that doesn't require money to attain it. And the third thing you need to do, for one month, keep every single docket when you purchase something. If they say to you, do you want a docket? Get the docket or take a photograph of the docket. It's important to know what you're spending your money on. And that's all I'm going to say at the moment because next month I'm going to give you your next bit of information that you need to do with that. So you have a whole month to prepare two lists and to get all your dockets in a big pile. And if it's a household budget you're looking at, then everybody's dockets need to come on board. Your husband's, your wife's, your children's, whatever, online, offline, cash, barter, 
So that's your job because you have the desire with estrogen. You have the time during this COVID-19 because you won't be going out and spending a lot of money. So there's not going to be a lot of dockets. So it's perfect time. So this is foundational seed creating activities that will help you focus on what you want, what you spend your money on and what you can get for free without money. Week two brings with it a storehouse of hormones. Remember that. So use it wisely and it will reap rewards next month. So that's all I'm going to say. That's Carrie. fantastic, Sue. Thank that's you. wonderful. Thank I'm going to do that. Good. Because and, and then next month you can do the next part of this little deconstruction of our financial situation because there's a lot of emotion around finances. And so with week two, with our estrogen rising, we're not, we won't be as frightened because we'll be a bit more stronger emotionally. So this is the time to do it. This is the only time to do it. I think that's absolutely brilliant. So I'm going to add a little bit to that money topic that you have in this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to combine that with creativity. Okay. Money, we relate to our value. We perceive other people's value a lot of times based on money. Not always, but a lot of times it is. If you're finances have taken a hit or you don't have as much money as you did or you don't have much money, you can start to feel pretty worthless about yourself. And I think part of this time that we're going through is that we will see that money and our relationship with money is where the illusion is because it has nothing to do with your self-worth. Nothing. It is how you base your self-worth or somebody else's worth based on how much money they have. And then this goes back to putting your security in something outside of you. How extraordinary. Mm. That's just just absolutely brilliant. With your creativity, could you put down on paper what you know that you think somebody else might know? If you did this, then you have, if you want to, have a go at creating another source of income. Mm, this okay. could be you with your hobby. I love it, that. Oh, well, we I, to reveal something to our listeners quite a few years ago, we did something like this. We tried to get it off the ground. And we have an, we have a template already done. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Oh my dear listener. Oh my dear listener. That's fantastic. Okay, we need to work on this, Kerry. As a, Absolutely. Yes, okay. Because, mm. look, if somebody can make money out of cooking with four ingredients and there's a lady or a couple of ladies that have done They've got a this. book out, yes, four yes. ingredients. So could, when we have a template, would you be willing to release it on Yes, the of course, yes. of course. That would be wonderful because we can, we can put something together, you can create, Word document, you change to a PDF, you can load it up on Amazon. Yes. Anyway, we'll leave it at that point. We'll, we'll, we'll sort work on that. Oh, my friend. And but, this, um, and yeah, and week two is a fantastic time to, oh, to, and yeah. by the time you are listening to this, dear listeners, it will most likely be up on the website. So go yeah. and check out the website. There may be something special there for you to have a look at and download. Okay, great. The other thing that I wanted to say, just in regards to that, while I'm, I think of it, I will guarantee that you know something somebody else wants to know. Mm. It could be anything. It could be 
anything to do with gardening or cooking or knitting. But anyway, well, I won't say too much more because you know how I can do that, Sue. You know how powerful I am. I can take you straight down that rabbit hole. Yes. And we'll leave, we'll leave week two at that. We'll move on to week three, and we'll we'll um we'll you and I will talk about that at the end. So I, I just wanted to mention just a couple of other things that you said um to relate to the new moon in Taurus hydration out in the sun because you're going to feel the sun on your skin but exercise you don't have to knock yourself out at the gym or well not you can't at a gym but knock yourself out or run a marathon all you have to do is take the dog for a walk really um, and meditation this energy of Taurus sends us inward and that is another place to find some safety and security and you could just be within yourself. So start a, a meditation practice. And I think that's that's about it. Week three. You may be feeling especially nurturing and loving during this week. The hormone progesterone will do that for you. The first few days will be a bit rough due to the crash of estrogen after your ovulation. But then the slow increase in progesterone will make you feel a bit sluggish, warm, teary and generally slow. That is perfectly okay. Studies show that touch, as in a hug from a friend or curling up on the lounge with your partner, releases love hormone oxytocin, which lowers blood pressure and heart rate. Now, I realise that catching up with friends or loved ones that aren't in the immediate family is very tricky, but you can't go and hug your friends that aren't in your normal household vicinity. Could you imagine going up to a random person? I know. But similar effect can happen. So this is what I want you to, to know about this particular hormone, um, oxytocin. Your brain doesn't know the difference whether you are hugging somebody, you're imagining something and you're hugging somebody and you're feeling that love and you're sending out love to that person. So when you send out love and when you hug yourself and then think of the other person, your brain doesn't really know the difference, truly. As a matter of exercise, just do it and think of the person. This is about a, this is almost like a meditation. And as you think of that person, really love them, really think about them. And then the release of the oxytocin might come. You might feel it. You might feel this real genuine bond and love with that other person. Especially if in the household that you're currently in, be a bit testy at the moment. Um, feel that you're you're a little bit overwhelmed. And you're wanting to, and you're yearning to be with somebody else or to be with another loved one who can't come into the household. Try that and see whether that oxytocin can be released. Here in my notes, I've said pick three people that you cannot physically meet during the isolation or quarantine restrictions and write them a letter. Tell them how you're feeling, what your days are like, and ask them to write back. I know we are technically hooked up, but for this week, why not try another way? Create a new brain pathway and fire up the synapses. It will make you feel good. Taurus is all about the senses. So you're going to get a pen, a beautiful piece of paper, and you're going to write a letter to somebody. And even if you want to call them up and then read the letter to them, but physically writing the letter will just create a different emotional state for you. Guarantee you, because it happens to me all the time. Or trying to tap into that progesterone that you're going to have, you are going to feel a little bit teary this week because that's what progesterone does. It slows everything down. So you can embrace that slowness, embrace that progesterone. And if you want to cry, cry. Don't hold it in. Because once you cry, it's going to release a lot of energy for you as well. And you're going to feel so much better. 
and the dopamine that is released when you cry from emotion are going to be released onto your cheeks and it's going to help you feel better as well. So many wonderful things happening in week three. But because it's a Taurian moon energy coming, I think being tactile in this week is going to help you. Thanks, Excellent. <laughs> Absolutely excellent. Well, you mentioned a couple of things there. Love. Just mm. love. Mm. Really. It's all about love. It's all about love, love, oh, love. Well, yeah, that's that's it. And Venus is the planet of love, which rules Taurus. Mm. Looking at the emotions and feelings and do what makes you feel good. Really engage those senses, you know, sing, dance, you know, watch a movie that makes you feel that love. I mean, it, as you say, you don't have to be there. You, you just have to see it and that's enough to trigger those things. And time, when you mentioned time, because we have time now. We didn't mm. have time before. Mm. And I think this is part of this incredible thing that's happening is that all of this worry and stress about getting to work, putting the kids in childcare, you know, all that stress has been, it's, it's really been ripped from us. And we have to now stop. We have to slow down, just like the Taurus energy does, with all feet planted on the ground and we move it at a slower pace. Mm-hmm. And I think that is, if you can look at it like that, we have it's just the fact that we have time. Mm, it's wonderful. wonderful. Mm, thank you, Kerry. So let's move on to week four. Week four and social distancing isn't a bad thing. <laughs> no. It is, however, challenging when you have a house full of family members and there's not enough rooms to hide out in. The best advice this week is to prepare for this week in week two, If you've missed the boat, then do it for next month. So let me explain a bit about that. Some women may not feel like making meals, cleaning the house, having conversations or putting up with other people's issues, aka shit. It's hard enough to navigate your own feelings with the loss of all your hormones, let alone dealing with the feelings of others. Now, this is not the week to be super anything. Also, too, a drop in hormones is making it harder to resist the comfort of food cravings. Taurus loves beautiful things and indulges in the senses. So those shoes online may be gorgeous, but do you need them? The homemade banana and pear sugar muffins are delicious, but do you really need four in one sitting? I've done that. I don't even have, you know, I don't even have periods. I know. So like also drinking plenty of water between each meal and ensure you exercise for at least 20 minutes that will boost your endorphins and make you feel good. Take the option for lower cost pampering, such as a bath with homemade sugar scrub. That's really easy. I'll post a sugar scrub that you can actually use. If you've got sugar, fantastic. If you've got salt, fantastic. So suffering runs rife this week. Just in in normal circumstances, suffering runs rife this week, which may give your self-esteem a bit of a hit. Be aware that patience and kindness to yourself are what you need most of all this week. This is not the time to serve everyone. Pick the people that you're going to really serve and love, but the most important person is you because this is the week that you must stay low and stay centred. Just breathe, eat well, Because if you're not on the pill, then you will really feel the effects of this particular week, especially if you're in self-isolation and especially if you have a household of family members. So I hope that helps with week four for you, dear listeners. 
That's wonderful, Sue, isn't it? That's wonderful. It's this week, that week four, sorry, is so hard for some, Mm. isn't it? It, Mm. Because everything just, you just feel so empty. Mm. Mm. So, well, that was my experience. I don't think I could say really any more really on that except the nurturing of yourself. The moon, the moon nurtures it. It's your Mm. mother. It's... Mm. You know, and, and perhaps if you can, I think the best thing for somebody that does feel like that is, as you said, to look after yourself, but to get outside in the sun, in the garden. I mean, this find out what vegetables or things you could plant at the moment and do, you know, some, some gardening done. And if you are having these stressful thoughts that are debilitating to you, just go to the Byron Katie website mm. and find she has a way that will you will find freedom from that. And I think just as you said, if you need to cry, if you need to express your moods, if it's only you, then if you need to yell and scream, well, go and do it and get that stress out of your body. But, yeah, that's just really taking your time with everything. I don't think there's anything I can add more. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Sue. Okay, listeners, um, we are finished for this particular session. We appreciate everything that you are going through at the moment and we hope that our podcast and the information that we give you somehow brings to you some peace and some calm and some actions that you can take during this beautiful new moon in Taurus. So from me, it's goodbye. And from Kerry, thank you so much for your wonderful information and your study and your education to bring all this astrological information to us oh you're welcome so you stay well and and in all ways thank you everyone okay so thank you listeners goodbye for now bye-bye everyone